BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. the shack dw conspiracy shack i'm daniel and i'm wilbur and today's episode daniel picked because wilbur was too slow in the draw yeah you know a lot of things came up it was a rough weekend (laughs) so i have for you the mandela effect okay kind of a weird one i have 50 mandela effects we're going to go through every one and see uh what you th- what you, if you have any of these or not? Because you're one that doesn't believe in this. Um, I just don't know where I fall on it. I guess because like I for one, a hundred percent remember Shazam. Shazam. Oh my gosh, Shazam, Shazam. the movie with, with Sinbad. Yeah, see, I don't. I remember Kazam because I have it on tape. But no, I don't have a Shazam in my memory. So what is Shazam, or what is the Mandela? <laughs> It got its name from uh, Fornia Brown, a self-identified paranormal consultant who uh, detailed how she remembered former South African President Nelson Mandela dying in the 1980s in prison, although he lived in 2013. And I remember, like, I remember that, too. I wasn't around during then, but I remember, like, what, what was the first videos year of his parade. Two, 1980s. 80s, yeah. When he died in prison, because he was in prison. Yeah. See, I don't... I I never realized uh, that this was a. a th- I remember I always heard about the Mandela effect. I didn't know anything about Nelson Mandela dying or anything. I do remember in 2013, in that when he actually died, yes. or when he got out of prison. That's when he actually died. When did he get out of prison? Like 2008 like, or something? Or no, wait, like like early 2000s, late 1990s. Er- oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's because that freaked people out when he got out of prison. Because a lot of people remembered him dying in prison. Yeah. See, I wonder, it's hard saying with some of these. Some of these, there's really weird ones. And then some of these could be explained away. Just 
just, you know, misremembering. There could be a piece of media that's, you know, was made or out there, just floated around out there. And, and we'll, we'll get to some of those. Yeah, you caught remnants of yeah. it. Yeah. Who knows? But I got 50 of them for you. We're just going to go through. Yeah, I said it already. 50? They're real short. Okay. So what is the name of the most famous peanut butter company in the U.S.? Jeff. But most people remember it as Jiffy. Like Jiffy Lube. But even people at my work call it Jiffy. Like some of the older people yeah. call it Jiffy. Was it, it was never called Jiffy. Never ever? And as far as this timeline, it's always Jif. J-I-F. There are even old pictures of can, it being Jiffy. There are? Yeah. Okay, that, and then, never mind. That's hard to explain away. Because I can explain it. Even the name of peanut butter doesn't quite matter when you're biting down on this delightful PB&J. <laughs> Some people swear that the peanut butter used to be named Jiffy, not just Jif. I think I can explain this one. Is it Skippy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Some that, people say that, but no, there's old pictures of Jiffy yeah, peanut butter. It's still the same colors, all this. Hmm. Interesting. This is one of the big, like, I remember it being Jiffy. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I guess. People at work even call it Jiffy, and it just says Jeff on it. Yeah. And, like, I, I had kind of floated it by the ladies at work. And, like, yeah, it used to be called Jiffy. I think they changed it, you know, a while ago. Yeah. And then, like, no, you it's know, always been Jeff. They went, you know, oh, wait. Wait, I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to find just some Jiffy remnants. All right. Ah, Jeff, 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 Jeff. So is this one you experience or not? I have not experienced this one. I experienced this one. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Is it Oscar Meyer Wieners? Oscar O-S-C-L-R. No, it's just Oscar Meyer. No S. So when you you know the jingle, my baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. However, spelling out baloney's second name is under scrutiny. Some people insist the second lyrics of the famous jingle is Meyer is spelled with an E and not an A. So is it Mayer or is it Meyer? Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R. Am I wrong? Is it my Mayer? Mayer uh, is the correct one. Oh, okay. So there's one for you. Okay. Because well, you're spelling it like Meyer, like it sounds like. Yeah. But people sing it and spell it both ways. Yeah, I thought it was A-Y-E-R. Maybe they did say that. Maybe, yeah. See, that could just be uh, Oscar Meyer, huh? Well, that, that could, that one, okay, that can go either way on that one. Because it makes sense, but it could, it's just misspelling. Like, I just imagine that's how Meyer spelled. So what do you think, the just real quick, give them a rundown. We did two really quick. Yeah, yeah. What is the Mandela effect? So Mandela effect is when something either you remember from your past or just something in general that you believe was a certain way, but then when it when it comes back around, you take a second look at it. It's different, and and somewhere or another, like spell different, looks different. It's just something's different than what you remembered from before. But the the second part for the Mandela effect is a large percentage of the population has to have yes. the same belief. It's not just you. Yes, it's it's somewhere like forty percent. So almost like we're almost to fact levels there. Yeah. <laughs> so ready for the next one? Yeah. The famous HBO show isn't Sex in the City. It's sex and the city. Yes. That one I, I knew. 
the correct name of the show is Sex and the City. Yeah. But people have sworn legit the and even seen legitimate merchandise that shows the name spelled otherwise. Mm. And there's pictures. I don't have them on this thing, but there's pictures of all this. Like people, like uh, mm-hmm. official HBO merchandise that says Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See now this one I, I'm gonna say. I've uh, always thought it was Sex in the City. In. Yeah. Okay. See, I always knew it was Anne, but I think I remember when I first heard about the show or something. I remember calling it in, and then I looked it up or whatever and seen it was Anne. I'm like, oh, and. But I distinctly have that memory in my head. Just like it's an odd thing to remember, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, when I first heard of it, I thought it was in, and then I looked it up and it was and. But that was a long time ago. This one is called Of the World. Of the World. Legendary rock band Queen's song "We Are the Champions" is usually uh, heard at yeah e- e- or at uh, tr- you know triumphant sporting moments at the end of a lot of difficult moments in movies, and most people can recall the whole song. Some people swore that the singer Freddie Mercury belts out the lyric of the world at the end, but in reality, the original recording simply says, "No time for losers, because we are the champions," and then it ends. No, I I heard it. There is no there's no official recording of the world. But I have it in my head too. Of the world. Yeah. Of I, the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never been officially recorded. There had to be a commercial or something nope. where somebody added I it. knew you were going to experience this one. Yeah. No, it doesn't exist. I heard I I can hear it in my head now. No. Doesn't exist. How does it feel to be on that end of it? Hmm. When I say I experience these things you're like, "No." No. No, I'm I'm with you on some of these. I just now that's a big one. Like huh? the sex in the city, I experienced there, it. It's never been recorded of the world, even though you can hear him singing it. I can. That oh, exists. It was on a commercial or something. No, it wasn't. This is some anti-Freddie. Uh, no, it's just one of these things. Hmm. I got fifty of them. That's only four. All right, let's keep going. Uh, the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle. Now that one is true. Uh, perhaps people are confusing him with Mr. Peanut, uh, the planter's peanut mascot, you know, the Monopoly man. Never has a monocle. You know what's also weird? Hmm. Ace Ventura 2. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. He, he's like, I, I, yeah. he knocks that guy out and he and takes like, his monocle. He takes his on. monocle and he's like, do not pass go. Yeah. Do not collect $200. So what do you think about that one? So I think I looked that one up. That one sounds familiar, but the Ace Ventura 2 thing kind of throws me back off now. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that if he didn't have a monocle? I need to watch that movie again. What if he doesn't have a monocle? No, he does. But what if we watch it now and he doesn't? No, he does. But if he doesn't, it's a Mandela effect. Look it up while I tell you the next one. (laughs) Pikachu's tail is number six. Ooh, now I've seen this one before. Yep. Some 90s kids clearly remember black detailing on the Pokemon character's tail. However, in reality, it was always just yellow. Yeah, which is crazy. I remember when I first. I remember heard this. it too. The black yeah. on the end. So now wait a minute. If I remember right, does doesn't Raichu have a black tail with a yellow tip? No, he has an orange tip. Or is it orange tip? Yeah. But the but the a tail is black, yeah. right? Wonder if maybe that's where the confusion. No, is I swear he had a black I border. I can picture it in my head, like on the, the end, end of it. Zigzag. The end, yeah. Because female Pikachu has the heart shaped end of the tail. Ooh. And male Pikachu has the square. That's... You know they've been doing that since the nineties. Uh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Isn't I not weird? I didn't know about the male and female. So you're looking up the monocle from... Yeah, I found it. Monopoly guy. Yeah, he's wearing it, isn't it? <gasps> yep, he is. I know. Dang it. 
All right, ready for number seven? Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio wins an Oscar. He never did. Despite winning his first Oscar award in 2016 for his role Mm -hmm. in The Revenant, many people believe that he won for for his other films like Titanic and What's Eating Gilbert Gilbert Grape. Grape. Nope. And that one I do know because I remember it was a big deal when The Revenant was coming around. Like, is he finally going to get his first? Kind of like when Roman Polanski got his first directing like Oscar or whatever. I think it was Roman Polanski I'm thinking of. He didn't have one for a long time. But... He should have probably gotten one for What's Eating Gilbert Grape because that was phenomenal acting. Ready for this next one? Yep. This next one's another heavy hitter. Okay. I don't know if you experienced this one or not, but a lot of people have. This is like a 60 to 70% of the U.S. population. Okay. Darth Vader doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. Now, you're right. Now, I always thought he did, though. I always thought. What does he say? Luke. Wait. No. He just says... I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. No, I am your father. No. Luke says, you killed my father. Yes. No, I am your father. That's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. But many people swear that the original says, Luke, Luke. I am your father. And I can attest that because I swear I had this old piggy bank and I wish I still had these because I guarantee they're worth money now. I had two of them. Well, I had one, my brother had one, but my brother had the Darth Vader one. And when you put a coin in, Darth Vader would, his lightsaber would light up and he'd turn back and forth and he'd say something different. And one of the things I swear he said was, Luke, I am your father. I swear. Didn't say it. I need to find that piggy bank. Ready for the next one? Yep. This one where I kind of talked about the Sinbad Genie movie does not exist. See, yep, I don't remember We this need one. further proof that the 90s were a weird decade in history. Check out the old Mandela Effect example. People swear that there was a genie movie starring comedy uh, comedian Simbad. However, it was never made. Realists think that they might be getting confused with Kazam starring basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. But see, here's the thing is even Simbad leaned into it like in the I, later 90s I and made that, that uh, like the commercial for it. Yeah, I've seen that like joke about it. Um, I was thinking though sinbad in the 90s was huge huge he was in so many movies so it would make sense that he would be in a genie movie i could see that but i also it makes sense like shaquille o'neal was also big but he wasn't like an actor big but he was in that one big movie they that was not good in my opinion i don't know i haven't seen it since i was a kid i have it on tape though but uh kazam yeah i remember this one because i remember even talking and having the conversation with my mom, saying, I was like, I remember seeing it, and I'm like, who's that? And she's like, Sinbad. And I'm like, the guy from the animated movie. And she's like, no. The pirate? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, that's a different guy. Hmm. I think you were thinking of uh, First Kid. The <laughs> 90s movie with Sinbad. No, I, I remember seeing him even dressed up as a genie and stuff like that. I remember the whole thing. Hmm. And a lot of people do. That's like 60 to 70% of the population has that memory. Then I'm in the minority on that one. The Ford logo. Ooh, okay. Do you remember the curly wave at the end of the F in the Ford logo? If you don't, uh, chances are you're not alone. However, in reality, the little flare at the has been part of the original Ford logo since the 1990s. Hmm. Are they saying it, it was... It's there or it wasn't there. They're saying it. What it is there, but people don't like people. Remember, if you it. tell people to draw the Ford logo, it's never there. Gotcha. Okay, I could. I guess I could see that, but 
because it's a small detail. I guess I never noticed. How about the next one? Okay. Life isn't always like a box of chocolates. Forrest Gump may have been one of Tom Hanks' most memorable roles with one of the most memorable lines in history. You want me to say it? It seems like a majority of film buffs remember Forrest Gump stating that his mama always said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Turns out the actual line is, life is like a box of chocolates. Wait, what was the difference? Oh, life was like. Sorry, I misread the last one. Okay. Life was like a box of chocolates, not life is like a box of chocolates. He says was? Yes. That don't make sense. Maybe Tom Hanks is actually a time traveler. Or a pedophile. That is more accurate. There we go. Uh, but no, life was like a box of chocolates. Hmm. Because he's remembering his life telling it on the bench. Okay, that I guess makes sense a little bit. Hmm. I always thought life is like a box. Maybe it's just though his accent. No, it's because uh, you've been in a time slip. A time slip. We're going to get to it. I know. Crashing realities. All right, next one. MASH. The show? Mm-hmm. You know, i never seen it. I liked MASH. Many MASH viewers remember the death of one of the main lovable characters, Colonel Walter Radar O'Reilly, portrayed by actor Gray Burgerhoff. Okay. However, the character remained alive until uh, he was sent off ep- or off the episode in season eight of the series. Hmm. Like, Radar was alive the whole time. Yeah. But I swear, watching it with Grandpa, that Radar got hit because Radar was a radar technician. That's why okay. he was called that. He never went outside. Like, one time he went, had to go to another thing, got hurt, died on the operating table because hmm. MASH was a, like a, a partially like a surgery base. Yeah, yeah. But then, no, he came back. Like, it was a weird... People think like it was a weird miswrite, and then episode aired for a little bit, and they pulled it off the air. But keep in mind, I was watching it in the late nineties. Yeah, I swear I remember it. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it would have been already pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Man, I don't know. I never watched it. I think my dad watched that show. So here's one I'm not old enough for: JFK's car assassination. Even if you're too young to remember the tragedy in real time. You've probably seen the footage of the JFK assassination in history class or read about it in textbooks. Mm-hmm. This is there's a common misremembering that there were only four passengers in the car. One, two. What, the driver? Him and his wife. Was there one in the front seat? So how many do you remember without me telling you? Driver. Him and his wife. It feels like there should have been one in the front seat. That's all I remember. I'm going with that. Four. You're wrong. There's actually six people in the car. Six? Six in the car? And I remembered five. Dang. Okay. Uh, these include the driver, the two Secret Service agents, Texas governor, uh, Texas governor and his wife, and, oh, sorry, two That's Secret seven. Service the Texas governor and his wife, and then the, the president and first lady. So six. Yeah. Dang. There were six. Okay, that's what you said. That's right. You did say that's six. I could remember five. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. That's weird. It was a it was a three it was a three road car. Okay. That makes it sense. It was specially built for the parade route. And makes the driver sense. most I think why most people don't remember the driver and the Secret Service guy is because they were so low in the front. Yeah. Because remember, all the seats were kind of splayed out so you could see everybody evenly. Right, yeah. 
But no, like people, this has been like a hot button debate. Uh, it even came up in the like trial and stuff like that. There was only four people in the car. Hmm. Like this came up in the president's assassination trial. Trial, yeah. That they were arguing about how many people were in the car. This is going to be a future episode. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Here's one you may or may not remember. Okay. Lucy, you got some splaining to do. Lucy. Yeah, from from I Love Lucy. You mm-hmm. got some splaining to do, Ricky. This line was never actually said on the iconic, or the iconic sitcom. Really? I Love Lucy. The people who remember this famous catchphrase of Lucy's husband, Ricky Ricardo, Lucy, you have some splaining to do, might be living in a different universe. Instead, Ricky uh, was filmed by saying, splain that if you can. Splain that if you can. Lucy, splain that. Okay. Mm huh. Didn't know that. I never. Now, I'll admit, I never really watched. I watched I, I Love Lucy. I, we always watched. I mean, Green Anchors yeah. was my favorite show growing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I swear, it. Lucy, you got some splaining, and he's yeah. waving his hand. You got some splaining, Ricardo. Wait a minute. No, never mind. Wait a minute. I'll have to look. Weird Al has a song called Ricky. It's a, you know, the song Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. But it's about Ricky Ricardo mm-hmm. from Lucy's point of view. I think he might say it in that. I'd have to, I have to. I re-listen. don't think he does. I might have to re-listen. I think you're insane. Quella's last name. Quella. If you if you're a lover of Disney movie and dogs, chances are you've seen the 1960s hit 101 Dalmatians. Oh, okay. Even though there's a song about Quella, it's a common misconception that her last name is spelled Deville. Yeah. Instead of Deville. How how is it spelled? I don't. Yeah. It's spelled capital D E capital V I L L E is how most people would spell it. Right. It's actually capital D E. Capital V I L. Oh, so it's just Devil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her oh. last name is Devil. Yeah. But well, I, people have spelled it for cent or for decades. Yeah. Deville. See, I always thought it was L E at the end because I thought it was a play on being. No, the it's devil. literally the Devil. Yeah. Her last name's Devil. Wow, I didn't know it was literally. Which is the same. quite fitting for this particular Disney villain. Yeah, I always thought it was just a play on words because she was the Devil, like in a sense, but she literally is. I didn't know that. <laughs> Cruella Deville. Ready for the next one? Yep. Is it double stuff Oreos or double stuffed Oreo? Or sorry, double stuff Oreos or double stuff Oreos? And the only difference is having the two Fs or one F in stuff. One F. You think it's one F? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we're just busy drinking our favorite after school or dunking our favorite after school cookies into a glass of ice cold milk to notice that there isn't actually the second F on the double stuff Oreo package. Yeah, I knew that one. I wouldn't I couldn't have told you either way. Okay. I never really paid attention. I used to like double stuff Oreos. I I, I eat double stuffed Oreo. I was yeah. just saying I never read the package. Yeah. <laughs> Meet the Flintstones. Okay. Even though you've probably been pronouncing it or singing it in their theme song, the name of the beloved animated family is the, okay, Flintstones. So it has no T? It's not, it's not the Flintstones. It's not. It's the Flintstones. Flintstones. F-L-I-N and then Stones. Yeah. The T doesn't come till Stones. Really? Most people spell it, pronounce oh, yeah. it, everything. You know what? Flint, as in the rock. Yeah. And then Stones. That makes sense. Okay. Because the T and Stones, maybe that's where you kind of, and Flint, it just makes sense. Meet the Flintstones. Yeah. Meet the Flintstones. Flintstones. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. Flintstones does sound better. Smokey Bear. Ooh. Some may think that Smokey Bear is actually the name of the famous bear informing us that we could be the only thing preventing forest fires. Correct. And actually, the lovable park ranger's bear is simply named Smokey Bear. Huh? What did they think it was? Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear. No, it's Smokey Bear. Mm-hmm. I knew that one then. That one didn't get me. Some people do it. Yeah. No, I can believe it. Okay. 50 Nifty United States. 50 Nifty. Mm-hmm. Most of us can recall learning about the 50 states that blossomed from the 13 original colonies when we were uh, taught in early American history class. However, most people swear about learning about 51 or 52. Okay. This may be likely due to the inclusion of added territories in the U.S., like the Virginia Islands and Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. There are people from the 70s and 80s that swear yeah. up and down there were 51 and 52 stars on the, on the flag. Yeah. That there were 50, 51. It was a big thing. This is a big one. Hmm. Interesting. I might have to ask my parents about this one. See if that has I any think recollection. I, I can't remember... I think my grandpa used to talk about that. He's like, I swear they taught us growing up there were 51 states. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can see why. Because, yeah, we did add a lot of territories. Virgin Islands being a main one. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a main one. Like, that's U.S. territory, which is weird to say. Especially during the Cold War. Puerto Rico was a big deal. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe there was some stuff going on in the schools where it's just like, yeah, maybe it was taught in the curriculum for like two years. And then they're like, nope. Like, we, dial it back. This never happened. It's 50 only. Is it Kit Kat or Kit Kat? I love saying these because you can't tell the difference. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Is there a is there a, like the the dash line in between them? Or oh, not? okay. Uh, yeah, I remember it. I think there's a dash. Kit Kat with the dash may look correct to you, and you're not alone in this thinking. However, the classic chocolate bar has never had the hyphen between the Kit and the Cat. Wow. Okay. The correct way to spell it is Kit Kat with no space. Wow. Okay. Capital K's. Okay. That's you're wrong, a, and you're stupid, and you're ugly. I can see that. So you've had a couple of these. Couple. Uh, Mr. Rogers' theme song. Ooh. Oh, wait. Give me, like, the first big word. I, I can't. Give, just the first word, and I'll sing it, and then to see if it's right. It's. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? You've probably sung along with Mr. Rogers as he opened his show with a lovable theme song. Most former kids remember him singing. I just may laugh at former kids. Yeah. Uh, well, true. Most former kids remember him singing, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. But the lyric actually goes, It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Oh, okay. Well, that's chalk that up for kids being kids. They don't really pay attention that close. <laughs> 23 hello clarice not the dog no no no. from the from uh 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 why can't i think of it the what's it from that silence, of the, silence of the lambs gosh does your hair crinkle up on the back of your neck every time you think of anthony hopkins as hannibal lecter in silence of the lambs in this iconic scene hopkins greets jodie foster who plays clarice some people swear that he greets her with hello clarice but it was actually, he just simply says, good morning. Hmm. I think a lot of people say hello, Clarice. wonder where that came from then. Don't know. I've always said it. Like, I don't know why. Never says it. Yeah. 
Hello, Clarice. It's because of the time slip. Hmm. Interesting. Risky business. With Tom Cruise, right? Making for the great last-minute Halloween costume Tom Cruise plays in the legendary scene in the film Risky Business, where he is depicted as dancing in nothing but a button-down shirt in his tidy whities and a pair of sunglasses. And socks. However, this scene, to contrary, or contrary to popular belief, Cruz is not wearing sunglasses. Really? Okay. Yeah, I always picture him wearing sunglasses. There's some video where he has, someone has sunglasses recreating it. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Everybody huh. swears that he's wearing sunglasses as he slides in. Yeah. And he's not. Maybe it's just because Tom Cruise is always wearing sunglasses. And this this one movie he's not. Maybe it's because he's a Scientologist. <laughs> or that too. And he's actually four foot tall. He, that is true. He's officially Tom Cruise. Google it. Look it up. Four foot three. <laughs> I think he's actually like five foot three. That's probably right. And his actually. front teeth are off centered. Yeah, it's weird. That one tooth's right in the middle. Yeah, it's because he's inbred. It's strange. It's Scientology. Strange. You don't you don't notice it until you really look at it, and then once you look at it, you can't unsee it. You can't. That one tooth is dead. Not center. Dead, not center. It's because he got three front teeth. <laughs> three foot teeth? Three front teeth. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the Golden Droid. This is one that gets a lot of people. Oh, is this from Star Wars? I know this one. Another Star Wars Mandela effect that has tricked some of the most diehard fans on the planet. Mm-hmm. The lovable robot sidekick, CP or C-3PO, <laughs> is depicted uh, by some as being all gold from head to toe. But if you look closer, the droid's right leg is silver below the knee. Yep, that is true. Now, I will say this again, too. That piggy bank I had, so my brother had the Darth Vader one. I had an R2-D2 C-3PO, and I swear it was all gold. Mm. But I know, I've seen the, I remember seeing the movie. Yeah, he does have the silver leg. And I think it's even in reference in episode one when he's first putting together or something. I can't remember. But I do know he has the silver leg. and cause I just remember that from being a kid. I don't know. It's weird. So, but I swear that piggy bank, though, I'm no joke. I think it was all gold. So we're halfway done with this list. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking so far? So far, some of these, yeah. And but a lot of this I can chalk up to just you know, like the "We Are the Champions of the World." I can hear it still in my head. That one still is like mind blowing a little bit. But some of these—that's your big one so far. It's one of the ones I just know. Like, it's even hard. It's even hard to like rationalize not hearing that. I can hear it. So I had to have heard it somewhere. Doesn't exist. So weird. That one just that one's the one that really blows my mind right now. Personally. Here's one that gets Emily. Okay. Starting the second half of this list. Twenty six. Cheez Its or Cheez Its. Okay. Um now I'm gonna spell it for you yeah. just so everybody at home knows. Some of these are visual. Basically the I T at the end, does it have a Z or does it not have a Z? Ooh. Is it cheese it? Or Cheez-Its? It might just be Cheez-It. Ooh, you think it's that? So how would you spell it? Tell me. C-H-E-E. Z. They both have Z. Yeah. And then? Dash I-T. Okay. (laughs) Cheez-It. You know those delicious addicting cheese-baked snacks. The name of the brand Cheez-It is without the extra Z. Mm. I can see that one, though, because having the double Z... Might look weird. Here's one that'll get you. I'm pretty sure it'll get you. Okay. Run, you fool. Run, you fool. Remember in the Lord of the Rings when Gandalf tells Frodo and the rest of the crew to run, you fools, uh, before he dramatically falls. Oh, on the bridge? Yeah. 
due to the uh oh, oh don't tell me what that creature is uh, a bargain, not a bargain, a bunion. Anyways, they're from like the they're from deep earth. I can remember that. They used scene. to ride dragons. Yeah, that's okay. how mean they are. Okay, uh, but yeah. Before he dramatically fall, the truth is he tells them to fly, you fools. Ah, people swear he says run, you run. fools. Hmm, interesting. Makes more sense. Because he's like, whatever comes out, hold the line. Yeah, and then it's a bargain, and he's like, run, or, <laughs> run, you fools. Yeah, run. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't remember that. I you know. Admittedly, I've only seen all those. We've seen them all only one time each. Where is Cinderella's castle? Ooh, where is her castle? I don't know. Some Disney fanatics think that Cinderella's castle is right near the entrance to Disney World. However, the iconic fan, or fairy style castle is just beyond the iconic Main Street of Magic Kingdom. Oh, they mean the castle in the park. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like in the movie. Oh, I don't know. That one, I don't know. I swear, I swear, last time we went to Disney, it was like, that's the first thing you see. The big castle? The Cinderella's castle. Is that like the main thing they yeah. always show, the pictures and stuff? They hmm. say it's in Magic Kingdom, and I don't believe them. Hmm. I don't remember. I've I've been to Disney World twice, and I don't remember. I've been several times, and it's just like, I swear it was there. Hmm. How about Mona Lisa's smile? <laughs> it's like a, it's not a smile. The, despite many controversies surrounding Leonardo da Vinci's famous painting, one stands out among the rest. Some art history buffs swear that Mona Lisa herself had a more clear smile painted on her face Mm-mm. than the one she does now. That this So I went to art school. Well, my friend went to art school for three years. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was really confused. I forgot what we were doing. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, we we did the Mona Lisa like we covered it. It's just I think it's known for not her expression is like very uh, uh it's neither happy or sad. Yeah, like that's, I, I agree. I think this is just how you look at it mm-hmm. kind of deal. Like it, it is very much. And I think that's kind of why the painting really like has so much because it's just a painting of a woman and with a really neat backdrop. Like, but it's nothing like crazy. There's nothing crazy going on, but it's just the whole. No, she was a prostitute. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so oh, I made allegedly. that up. I didn't know that. No, I think I think she was like either a prostitute or like a maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of something else too. We could be attributing a couple things, but I thought she. I really think that was the a Nick's true thing. Mandela effect. It's Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa was, was a prostitute. prostitute. <laughs> okay, here's one that gets a lot of people. Okay, the fruit of the loom logo. Oh, with the toucan Sam. Fruit oh, of the wait, loom. Fruit Loom underwear. I was, I think, was like, what are you talking thinking about? I Fruit Loops, my bad. That's the next one. Fruit Loops? Oh, uh, yeah. No, people remember the Cornucopia. Okay, Fruit of the Loom. Fruit of the Loom. Trying the to underwear. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. I remember the Cornucopia. I remember, because at the start of school year, mom would take us to get two pairs of pants, new shoes, underwear, socks, and a couple shirts mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting the Fruit of the Loom underwear mm-hmm. that had the Cornucopia with all the fruit in it. Mm-hmm. People, like, avidly remember this. Yeah, I think I can picture it in my head. It doesn't exist. And apparently it never has existed. Never? There's no photos of this. Huh. I it, swear. What was it, just fruit then? Yeah. I remember like bananas and it's, I remember, grapes. Yeah. But no, they're supposed to be in a cornucopia. Huh. Yeah, I feel like I remember that. I remember one time, side tangent, uh, I had Fruit of Loom underwear on and I didn't know. it. So they didn't have the fruit on it. It was just FTL. That's all it said. I remember that mm. era when they went through that. And I didn't know. I'm like, FTL? 
what's FTL? And my oldest brother was like, stands for total losers. And he pointed at me and said, you're a loser. I was like, no, it's not. No. I was like, I don't know, eight, yeah. seven. No. No, it doesn't mean that. Like the oh. Star Wars scene. No. Oh, yeah. No. That's not true. All right. <laughs> Next one. Ready. Fruit Loops or Fruit Loops. It was really next? Yeah. Okay. Okay, stop. Okay, slow down. And this is F-R-O-O-T, like fruit root, like F-root. Yeah. Or the word fruit. But imagine the word fruit. Ooh. It's always been spelled F-R-O-O-T. Really? Yeah. Didn't, okay. It's never been spelled like fruit Fruit. loops. Really? Okay. Huh. Uh, Stanley Fields' Oscar's exception speech. Okay. Uh, I don't remember this one at all. So For what? Uh, she said, you like me. You really like me. Oh, yeah. What's the line that Stanley Fields' award acceptance speech? When we all thought we, is what we all thought we heard. In reality, she said, I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. I know what that's from. I know what created that. I'm going to pull it up right now. Mm. Um, it's from... The movie, The Mask, and am I allowed to play like a little clip? No. No audio, nothing? Yeah, turn off your phone. Uh, okay, so there's a scene in The Mask, and I want to confirm it. I'm going to try to. And uh, once this ad is done, so I'm going to fill some time here. But there's a scene in The Mask where he's at the bar, and uh, he does like his performance in front of the whole crowd. Now, you've seen The Mask, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that scene at the bar? And he's like doing his like, oh, here it is. I just need to listen. And he says, "See, so you're wrong." So, okay, he, I was wrong, but it was the same context. You're or still swap, wrong. Swap like for love, but it was in that same. That's where it's from. There's the Mandela effect. Figured that one out. No. Yep. Because this was before the mask, considerably. Correct, but I think the mask in the future is what's changed perception of what. I think she, you're wrong. But it's right there. You heard it. It what wasn't the same thing. It, it's the same cadence. It's what did what did, did you think people think they said? They think she said. I gotta go back now. Where was it? Uh, you like me. You really like me. Okay, so he said you love me. You really love me. But she really said, I cannot deny the fact that you like me right now. You see, like me. See, so it's like I was. The mask was closer to what the. What people think. Anyways. That's where wrong. it came from. That's where the you're Mandela wrong. effect switched. What do you mean I'm wrong? I just showed you the evidence. Is that the second Jim Carrey one? What was the first one? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was. Ace Ventura. Too. Ace Ventura. Yeah, it is. It's so He is creating Mandela effects. King Henry. V-I-I-I's turkey leg. Henry VIII. Some historians swear up and down that there was a portrait that existed of the medieval king of England holding a turkey leg. However, the turkey leg case ceased to exist. Well, okay. One, I didn't know about that at all. I I don't know about that. I can't recall the painting. But two, turkeys weren't in England. And turkey's a North American only bird. So how could there be a turkey leg in England? I'm almost certain turkeys were only here in North America. You're right. So why would anyone imagine there'd be a turkey leg for King Henry VIII? But that's literally why, you know, that's why they serve turkey legs is because that portrait at medieval fairs. What? Turkeys weren't in Europe. Yeah, they weren't. I don't think there was any wild turkeys in Europe. 
as far as I'm concerned, there wasn't because I always learned heard that Ben Franklin when they make tur- the turkey instead of the bald eagle, the American, uh, well, bird. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you call that? The national bird. Yeah. Because they were only here. One second. You're starting at 35. I got to do some research now. Ooh, this is a good one too. Ooh, number 35. One of my favorite actors. Patrick Swayze's Cancer Battle. Now, I can remember this, so let me see what they're about to say. The talented actor who dirty danced his way onto our hearts, so true, Patrick Swayze, succumbed to pancreatic cancer in 2009, true. However, there are numerous people who sang that they distinctly remember reading or hearing about the actor beating cancer and recovering. I do not remember that. So what I remember is him getting diagnosed with cancer, and I was very upset. Not upset, whatever. I was just like, oh, that's sad. And then he came out with this TV show, he still filmed all through while he was battling cancer, and he looked skinny and disheveled and not good. And then I remember hearing the news that he had died, and that was it. I don't remember ever hearing about him beating cancer or recovering. Okay. Rem- go back to the turkey thing. Yep. They first got to England in 1519. So let me see when so, King Henry VIII's portrait, port- or when he was ruling... Yeah, because they had to brought him back from America. Ooh. Perfect timing. 1509 to 1547. So it's in the range. So literally, they were brand new. That would make sense because I think they're a brand new import. So it's an exotic luxury bird. bird. Yeah. Okay. Maybe there was some truth to it. Because that would have been, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, let's try to unpack this for a second here. Where where would... Hmm. So, let's say... Okay, let's just imagine in a world, and then we can answer the why. Why, if let's say this painting did exist, why would why would, are they scrubbing it from history? No, so we'll talk about the why the Mandela effect happens. I don't think it's because of scrubbing. Okay. I don't think a human's doing this. Okay. We'll talk about it. It's more like ripples. Okay. I mean, it could be combo, too. It could be. But I'm just saying that's not like the main right, drive right. behind the Mandela effect because if it's so mundane, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah, I don't know. That's Most strange. of it's so man- mundane, it doesn't matter. Right. 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 Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Number thirty-six. Curious George's tale. Think. Think back to your childhood when you. Oops. Sorry. There we go. Thank you. Think back to your childhood when you read the Curious George books or watch a cartoon on TV. Do you remember a tale? If you do, you may be secretly a time traveler bouncing between parallel universes. Do Curious, you remember it? Curious George's tailless. Uh, I feel like I do. I He's had, a chimp. He doesn't have a tail. Wow. I feel like I had one Curious George book. It's so long ago. I can't remember, though. It's so long ago. I was a little kid. Okay. The Challenger Space Shuttle Explosion. Mm-hmm. Many people were alive during the early 80s. Remember the horrific explosion that took place just 73 seconds after the Challenger lifted off. The official date of the tragedy was January 28th, 1986, but some people swear the accident happened in 85 or 84. Hmm. Well, I could see that. I mean, a year off? Like, that can, can happen. But it was a really big deal, so that's what they're... Right, yeah, true. True. It'd be like thinking 9-11 happened in, like, 2002. Mm-hmm. See, like, that's... You imagine anybody today saying no, arguing with you, that 9-11 happened in 2002. But if the majority of people did, I'm just saying, could that you would be imagine weird. anybody? Like, right. Yeah, it'd be but weird. But this has percentages, large percentages of the population yeah. that lived during the time hmm. arguing about the date. Interesting. Yeah, that's a weird one. 
I don't know that I don't have any comment on that one because I don't I just wasn't that into that next it's before I was born okay the Lindbergh baby case oh this is that yep when famous aviator Charles Lindbergh 20 month 20 month old child was abducted in 1932 it became widespread media sensation even though the child's maid were found a mere two months later and the killer was later convicted and put to death or put on death row many people still speculate that the case is not yet solved I kind of had some weird I don't remember the baby ever coming back. Yeah, me either. Me either. I swear, years ago, I listened to a podcast, and that they never found the baby. Yeah, this is a weird one. Or they found the baby in the attic or something crazy. Yeah, I wonder if this one... See, I do wonder if some Mandela effects are true Mandela effects, or some is just like rewriting history, you know, in real time, if that's possible. See, we're going to get to that. Yes, yeah. it is, I think. Okay. But yeah, go on. This might be one of those What's the cases. next one? The canonization of Mother Teresa is number 39. Many religious folks today believe that in Catholic nun and missionaries, Mother Teresa was canonized by, is that right, the right word, canonized? Mm -hmm. Okay. By Pope John Paul II back in the 1990s while she was still alive. However, she was canonized by Pope Francis in 2016. I don't know. Yeah, skip that one. I just don't know. I don't have too much ties to Mother Teresa in my personal life. Okay, Neil Armstrong's death. This is close to home. He may have been the first to walk, man to walk on the moon, but a large number of people don't remember Neil Armstrong's death. It seems that many people seem to have forgotten that the moon man passed away in 2012, while others probably let the news pass them by. I thought he was still alive. Hmm. I think I remember him dying. I See, I, we literally live 15 miles from his birthplace. Yeah. I feel like it had been a much bigger deal when he died. I feel like I slightly remember. 2012. I mean... I, I was in high school. I would have remembered that. You were in high school? Yeah, you were like a senior maybe? No, I was a junior. junior. I would have remembered that. Like, I feel like that would have been a big deal. Hmm. Like, literally, people at home, we live 15 minutes from his museum. Yeah. From his house, mm -hmm. you know, where he grew up. All this stuff. I feel like if he... Like, I thought he was alive till this. Gotcha. Oh, you thought today he was yeah, still alive. Okay. I never remembered his death because it would have been a big deal. I've, I remember him dying for some reason. I just do. I knew he was dead. I don't remember 2012. I don't remember. But I remember him being dead. But see, in high school, 12, I felt like we would have had a day ago. of mourning in, like, in school and stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Because, well, oh, you know why? They brush it on the rug real quick because once you start looking in and you are Armstrong... No, then, after he's dead, it's perfect because then he can't answer questions. No, anymore. he can't. But people can do research into him, and then like stuff he said, that weird speech he gave at that college, and people might start asking questions. Yep, Neil Armstrong died. Next news story. What happened? In See, I feel like that weird speech was after 2012. Uh, that was older. That was older. And then was it Armstrong talking to that little girl? Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Mm -hmm. Anyways, continue. That might be confusion too. Being Buzz Aldrin still being around. Um, and talking on it, but maybe okay. Ed McMahon and the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes. Do you have a vivid memory of Ed McMahon appearing on people's doorsteps to hand them a huge check and balloons after winning the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes? I don't. That's I, mean, I don't either. I don't, okay, let's skip this one. I'm not old enough for well, that. Well, just say it okay. for people. Chances are you're not the only one. However, the Tonight Show's sidekick never made any such house calls. He endorsed the American Family Publishers, which was a rival sweepstakes promotion, and never once appeared on camera. Yeah, I can't, I can't comment on this one. If you out there, hey, if you out there had this Mandela effect happen to you, please leave a comment on mm. our Facebook page. 
Number 42, the Bernstein Bears versus the Bernstein Bears. Now, this one I did have. I've, everyone remembers the lovable bear family who lived in a tree and taught us lessons like the importance of kindness, but their name is up for debate. Some folks seem to recall the book series and the cartoon being known as the Bernstein Bears, but if you look it up now, they're actually called the Bernstein Bears. Mind blown. Which meaning, I think everyone knows this one that's familiar with Mandela Effect. So the weird thing with this one mm-hmm. is there is a warehouse mm-hmm. that they found. They had a shipping container full of books spelled the wrong way. The whole shipping container was? Yeah. Really? At an abandoned warehouse. This was like in like 2006. A bunch of books? Like a, like a whole bunch of books. That's weird. So this one kind of gets chalked up to maybe the publisher misprinting like, like half the books. And then they somehow ended up in this container. Yeah, and they started getting them back and stuff like that because it was like a huge mess up. Yeah. Or something like that. But nobody can find... Like, it's weird. This one's weird. I haven't heard that. I remember... I thought I remember it being Steen. Like, but I I used to read those as kids. Inside Jobs did a joke about that one with the warehouse. Really? Yeah. Because they... they, We'll talk about it at the end, but they have a whole episode about the Bandela effect. Okay. And that, you know, leaving little... Like little clips here and there ain't that yeah. big a deal for like that. Like if you leave a warehouse of books, that's fine. You know, it's it's not. But you can't leave like big trails. Yeah, yeah. Okay, breadcrumbs. Yeah. Number forty three, Gremlins. The Gremlins movie was released in nineteen eighty four and has become a major cult classic. You ever seen it? Yeah. Okay, good. Great movie. But even some of the most avid fans still swear the name of the Gremlin was Spike, but the actual name of the villainous creature was Stripe. I know. I thought it was Spike. Me too. Stripe? What kind of villain name is Stripe? I swear it was Spike. Me too. Huh. Because it was Gizmo and Spike. Yeah. I have that movie on tape, and I'm going to rewatch it. Doesn't matter because it's a timeline thing. I know, but I feel like you can't. VHS will burn through all timelines. <laughs> I don't know. It's no, so dumb. Like, when we start talking about ripple effect, like that's what I think is happening here. Okay. Like Your brain can hang on to it sometimes. Yeah. Because it's not a physical media. Yeah. It's, but physical media changes. Right, yeah. But your conscious thought, thoughts is a energy, not yeah, more a supernatural tangible, thing. Yeah, yeah. The soul it's, is a more supernatural thing than a physical thing. It's the wave, not the solid object. Sure. Like in the double slit experiment. Double slit experiment. There you go. The location of New Zealand. New Zealand is located right by Australia, but on which side? Many people are... Oh, wait, wait. What do you think it's on? So if you are... Conventionally, it would be the east side of Australia. Okay. That's what I think, too. So many people would argue that... Wait. Northeast or southeast? Uh, I think it's southeast. It's down low by Tasmania. Many people would argue that New Zealand is located northeast of Australia, but actuality, New Zealand is located southeastern from Australia. I'm with you on that one. I always thought it was southeast, too. Big fight. Yeah, that's strange. People think it's uh, a northern island. Maybe it depends on which way the Earth's shaped. All right, next. Looney Tunes versus... Okay. Okay, Looney Tunes versus Looney Tunes. Tunes being spelled different. Just spit a little on your iPad. When you hit the mic, you're making... You've made all kinds of horrible noises. So, um, is it spelled Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S, or Looney Tunes, T-O-O-N-S, like cartoons? I always thought it was spelled tunes like music. You may be you may know the universe that gave us memorable characters like Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig, 
um, and Tweety Bird as Looney Tunes with T-O-O-N-S. However, Warner Brothers produced the series as Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S, like the yeah. music. That's what I always thought it was. So you were right on that one. But that's a big one. I know. I think, but it, it makes sense why it could be messed up to the loony part a as the double O. A bunch of these chalk, yeah. up as just misremembering. We're, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to why later. And then tunes, like it's tunes, cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's, it just makes sense, but it... The Evil Queen's Mirror from Snow White. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can remember this. I can picture this. Let's see what they say here. No matter how old you are, chances are you've seen Snow White and the Seven Doors at least once. At the beginning of the film, if you remember the Evil Queen's infamous line, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all? But you may be in the Mandela effect. The actual line is, Magic Mirror on the Wall. See, I, I remember mirror. mirror, Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all. Me too. Because it's it, it rhymed. And, well, I mean, it's still... Um, no. Magic Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all, does not sound... It does rhyme, rhyme. technically. Yeah. But this, the time scale is not the same. Yeah, it's different rhythm or different... It just doesn't sound right. Yeah. The I time mean, scale is much smoother on Mirror, Mirror mm, on the Wall, yeah. who's the fairest of the all. Hmm. Of, of the all. Of them all. Of them all. <laughs> of them all. <laughs> Oh, you just remind me of Buffalo you got, Bill. You got pretty lips. Yeah, he puts the lotion on its skin. Oh, I can't wait to harvest your skin. He's the next one. Okay, Buffalo Bill. Um, <laughs> a lot of people remember him doing his famous wiener tuck dance to the song. <laughs> but in actuality, it's Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. Okay, next one. That's a true fact, actually. Okay. The Tiananmen Square Tank Man. Okay. Now, this See, is a this good one. this is one I remember vividly. I, I remember watching it. Okay. Well, here we go. Many people who were alive in the late 80s remember the Tiananmen Square protests in China in 1989. There was a specific instance of a man standing in front of an approaching tank and getting run over. However, the truth is the man that did approach the tank and got dangerously close to it, but he was forcefully m- removed from the path of I remember the tank. holding groceries. He had a bag of groceries in one hand, literally kind of holding his hand out, and mm. went right under the tank. I don't remember that. I remember because that's what everybody else remembers. Is literally he had a bag of groceries, he like he was, over. like he was coming home from the grocery store and seeing all this stuff, and it just snapped. What if China deep faked it to make it not happen? In the eighties, we had technology years in advance. I don't think so. I think I think this is only this is late eighties. This is I don't like think so. Not even 30 years, Can, 30 years ago. Continue. Deep fake. Remember, Rever- oops. What number are we on? 48, we're almost okay. there. Reverend Billy Graham's death. Enough, even though famous evangelist Billy Graham passed away in February 2018, many, many people swear they read the headline about his death decades ago. Wouldn't Billy Graham the one that uh, had all the planes? Was that him or is that my thing of someone else? I don't know. Okay. I know uh, he's... Not Michael Jackson's lover. That's Macaulay. Billy Graham. Oh. It's not my lover. I shouldn't have said that. That was not right. Skechers. It's the S. That's what I remember. Okay. The famous footwear footwear brand may have been the latest trend in the early 1990s, but a lot of people do not know how to properly spell the company's name. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> well, so, okay. Well, some believe Skechers... Is S K E T C H E R S. The truth is that the name does not have a T. It 
simply Skechers without the T. Skechers? Yeah. S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S. Skechers. Skechers. Makes sense, I guess. I guess. Never noticed. It just sounds like it shouldn't needs the T. Yeah. And the last one, Febreze. Ooh. The famous air freshener may be a household name and come in various scents, but quite a few folks believe that the name is spelled Febreze. F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. Like F-E and then the word breeze. Like Andy or Andrew. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Close. It's a little different too. But the truth of the matter is it has always been spelled F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. Only one E in the middle of, well, I guess not one E. I remember two E's because it goes with their late, like their logo is like a crescent almost going over the top of their bottle. I remember the E's always in the middle. Well, there, it, there's an E in the middle, but. No, I remember two. Yeah, there's not. Here, look at it on here. And that's number 50, but it's the end. Febreze. See, that's wrong. <laughs> They're just wrong. That's the thing. It's the people who... See, now here's one of the things. People are just remaking products, and they accidentally screwed up when they reprinted, but they printed like eight... No, Dave, did we I, just printed... You hit eight million. Did I ever do, tell you my thing with this? Uh-uh. When I worked in the factory, making bags, chip bags. Did, did someone mess up? So, no, we had to do code dates. So, I had to reset the code date every morning. I okay. Got in, well, it was my night. I worked third shifts, but it was, my, quote, unquote, my morning. Mm-hmm. The reset the code date to say what operator was on that line. Okay. So, literally, if you look at that code date, it tells you what machine it was made on, what line it was made on, and what operator made it. Okay. So, literally, there's still um, Ritz Bits bags with my initials on them somewhere out there. Oh, cool. Uh, I have a couple upstairs I saved. That's cool. Uh, but I changed the code date one time. Like we would just, you could change it to whatever you wanted. Just goof off. I changed it to, uh, send help and all this stuff. Like they're like all the crazy stuff. Uh, I had one that's like send help. We're trapped in here. Uh, Oh no. Yeah. And yeah, I only made like a hundred bags. Oh no. Uh, I know it, it wasn't on live production run. It was me just playing around. Oh, okay. I was pulling them off. But I brought it home to dad because uh, he would, as I was coming home is when he would be leaving for work. And I'm like, I came in acting like I was all distraught. Like I messed up big time. I messed up big time. He's like, what happened? I'm like, I sent out 50,000 bags like this. And he's like, oh, you're going to jail. <laughs> he's like, this isn't like they're going to fire you. Like you're going to jail. Yeah. He's like, did you, anybody know? Could they prove it was you? I'm like, I don't think so because my initials aren't on it. Yeah. Because technically they weren't. Now, did you send any out that said it? No. Oh, dang it. That would have been funny. Have you seen those uh, people in China did that do that with some of their clothes? Yeah. Like White guys in Ohio do it, too. I guess so, yeah. Oh, that's kind of crazy to think about. All right. Now, what is causing this stuff to happen? Hmm. Now, the first possible cause is called collective false memories. Yeah. Another way to describe the nail effect is collective false memories. A large group of people collectively always say a particular saying or memory a certain way when in reality the truth is completely different. This would cause over time this a large pop percentage of the population creating this or centering this to memory. Now, I'm that's very possible. Very po- especially like uh you get a bunch of people, the more people in a group and you just get them all like doing the, the one thing, I guess. You know, it's it catches on. I don't know how to explain it, but it's what's what's what am I? You know, what I'm trying to say, right? Like you get a bunch of people together and they all think like the same thing. Like it just kind of all. Oh yeah, collective false memories. 
Yeah, yeah, basically. But no, not yeah, I know that. What you just said. No, um, no I don't know what you're saying. Um like you just get enough you convince enough let's say you get a bunch of people in like one giant group and you convince enough of them like this is it the rest of them are all going to think that same thing kind of just mm-hmm. kind of going with the yeah, crowd yeah i know what you mean i just think like the energy of thought kind of blends together and things like that you get enough people thinking the same thing it's they believe it but i wonder if there's like certain situations where almost like the bernstein bears now i'm not counting the uh the that what that freighter what, yeah, what a shipping container with the books in it. Not counting that, but like, if it really was stain the whole time, and it just, that was true, it never was steam. But it's so similar, you just imagine steam, and enough. It's so close that so. It's why easy. don't you hold on to that? Because that may be. I may have the word for you. Okay. Confabrations. Conf. Come what? Conflaborations. Conflaborations. Okay. Uh, it's also called honest lying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a common. Um, it, a common word is called honest, honest lying. A person creates a false memory without intending to lie or deceive another. Mm-hmm. Instead, they, this is an attempt to fill in their own gap, their own gaps in their own memory. It happens all the time. I've witnessed it multi- many times in my life. This, I'm not even going to say the next sentence I was going to say. It's common in one side of the human race more than the other. Females. I didn't say that. <laughs> but it, it there's a lot of studies that suggest that how our brains are wired differently. Uh-huh. This is more common in the female brain than the male brain. And no joke, like those examples I was talking about. Now that I'm recalling, we're all not all, but ninety percent of my memories were from females. So I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? What We're not judging. We just stop, you know, filling in your own gaps. Some, okay, here's my last uh, normal one. False memories. Just flat out false memories. False memories, yeah. People completely just misremembering it. Yeah, which I think can happen, you know? I think it's a very common thing that happens. No. But... <laughs> but when it comes to like... You are the most conspiratorially minded person on the planet, and that's what you're going with? What? No, I think I'm not saying every situation is a false memory, but I will say false memories 100% exist. It does happen. But I'm not saying that all these are false, just straight up false memories. No way. No. Like, it's like, the, just like, and it wasn't on the list, but it's named after it, Man, Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't. was the first one. Was it number one? Okay. I thought that was just like, idiot. I thought that was just an example. The first, like, one, the first one we covered was Nelson Mandela dying in prison. Scro- scroll up, scroll up. It was, it was not, it was negative one. Shut up. It was zero. But um, like that one, I mean, it's a worldwide phenomena. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's there's something more to it than just... Millions of people are involved in that one. Yeah. And it's millions. Not just like one country or one I'd say state. probably billions, actually, yeah. are involved in that one. Yeah. It's, it's strange. It's very strange. So like I can't chalk that up sh- just solely to a false memory because it's too much people involved. There's something had to happen to give people... Either something had to happen, some sort of media was ran that was scrubbed, maybe, or it's a freaking <clears throat> timeline change. Okay, now let me get into my three extras. Okay. The three more uh, not classic explanations. Non-conventional? Someone resetting the timeline. In the popular and canceled animated TV series, they have a whole episode on Mandela Effect. Uh, this TV series Inside Jobs. Mm-hmm. Their episode, literally, uh, one of the lead characters has Shazam, 
like the movie poster tattooed on his back. And that's because he's like, the tattoos don't change, but the reality around you will change. So he tattooed all this information to see if the reality was changing around him. And what was happening, the Mandela effect is the result of people temper or people uh, messing with the timeline. Mm-hmm. So these little ripples cause random little things normally to shift and morph and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And about half the population can remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your memories just don't... Well, it's it's due to it was like, in that show that talks about genetics and stuff like that. Literally, just a part of the population is kind of immune to these warps. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, like, a, imagine like a ripple, somebody messing up, and a ripple can affect things. Right. So every time these little things pop up, it it really was Febreze with two E's, and then it got changed, and that like just they went back in time, messed with time, and that was a result. It got changed to one E, and. Half the population today remembers it with two E's. Half of them don't. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Febreze. Febreze. It even sounds like it needs both of them. The next one I have for you. Simulation theory. Okay. That's these are just glitches. Glitch in the matrix. It all happened. Every, every one of these happens. It's just some people had experienced it and some hadn't. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you view the world through your own eyes. You know, it's true. Everyone has their own experience. And here's probably the most popular one with uh, Mandela Effect specifically, and that is parallel dimensions meshing. Okay. So, like, literally, that sometimes maybe we get sucked into other bubbles when these bubbles mesh. Yeah. Like, the, the ends meet, me and you could end up in a different reality with slight variations. Right. Hmm. You and know, you trade places, basically, with your counterpart. There very well could be something to that, too. I mean, you know, when you dream, like, maybe you're... you're swapping spots i don't know who knows right um this is weird um and like collective thought in general like when you get enough human beings together i don't know the human mind's a very powerful thing the earth in which we live in is a physical realm but it's also like a spiritual weird uh i don't know uh, non-physical realm at the same time and i don't know how to explain that but an energy it's an energy realm too like Everything is energy, so I feel like things... And like I said earlier, everyone views the world differently through their own eyes and has their own personal experience. You know, I've read things where everyone truly has their own personal experience. It's just you experience what you want to experience if you, like, really focus your mind to do it. I don't know, mate. What if... I don't... Just... A lot of these things might overlap somehow, some one way or another. I just... Either I'm not smart enough to put the piece together, or I'm just... What if you had to pick a theory? It could be one I did not list. What, what do oh, you think? Oh, I'm going to add to the list. Okay. The um, changing of the timeline as in, like, the past timeline, scrubbing of our history and rewriting history. I think that could be one. You use technology to do that. Who's doing that? Whoever's running our world now. I the, need names. Secret. We don't know the names. The people above Bill Gates and above, you know, you know the people that pull the string, BlackRock. Me. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Should we write that down? Ah, screw it. Screw it. I don't care. It's people like that. Those entities that... Well, it's not even that. It's whoever's running that. Who's even above them? They're, they're probably little fish. They're little fish. <laughs> oh, crap. But yeah, it's them. It's, it's stuff like that. They could be scrubbing history, especially like, like the Tiananmen Square example. I'll use that for... like. If China don't want, like, we just mowed over a guy with a tank, it's all over the world, like, that's bad press for us. 
can't have that no more. Uh, scrub it. Re- like, refilm it. Just have like. Speaking of scrub, it, you can look back in like the late or early '90s. It's like a really bad CGI. Like, there's guys walking in, like, like pick him up, and it's just like bad, moved off. Yep, he's gone, and you can see like where it's like blotted out, where he gets run over or something. But now they're so good at it. Shoot, it wouldn't take nothing to re- to reshoot that, refilm it, just CGI. Yeah, he's fine, safe. We actually gave him money and cake. Cake. Yeah, simple. Just manipulation of the historical timeline. On that note, what you know, we know why though they would do that. Hmm. Because whoever controls the past controls the present, and whoever controls the present controls the future. I don't agree with that. The past is history. Correct. Tomorrow is a mystery. Yeah, but today is the present. No, today is a gift, and that's why it's called the present. Yes. Messed up Kung Fu Panda. Master Uguay. Both can be true. Both can be true. I've been Daniel. And I've been Wilbur. You have any messages for the people out there, even though I have to scrub this episode? Wilbur? Does Wilbur have any messages? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, fight the power. Um, don't take any wooden nickels. Um, uh, no man holds authority over you. Your individual self. Uh, uh, let's see here. Make sure you cook your food to proper temperature. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.